we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, already a know. podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, Gangster Rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week, I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Take The Dress. Most people remember it as an optical illusion that went viral, asking everyone on the planet, is this dress blue and black or white and gold? Turns out, that story was way bigger than just an optical illusion. It's a cautionary tale about the decline of clickbait sites, the rise of algorithms and internet polarization, and the end of fun on the internet. Seriously. And that's just one story. We're giving every character their 16th minute. So listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Non-stop entertainment, The Breakfast Club. Wake, wake, your, wake your punk ass up. Okay. Started from the top. Bring it back. Bring it back, Eddie. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. What's happening? How was Labor Day weekend for everybody, man? It was good. You know, I've been on vacation, so that was the culmination of it for me. It was great for me. I just relaxed. I, uh, of course, it was my birthday weekend, so 
I flew out to Arizona for my son's football game. Shout out to them. They won. And happy 52nd born day to you, too, man. Drop on the clues bond for the big 52. Happy birthday, NBA. I'm actually 72. But, you know, and I had an amazing you time. You good for 72. Thank you, sir. You know, um, Arizona has a lot of resorts, and mm-hmm. uh, they do a lot of the spa treatments and stuff like that. So me and the wife, we just relaxed and chilled. Were y'all close to Sedona? Sedona? Yeah. No. Arizona? No, no. We was by Scottsdale. Oh, okay, okay. That's what his game was. Yeah, so. Sedona, man. Sedona is a place where a lot of people go when they want to really, really reset mentally and emotionally. Nah. Yeah. We were out there for his game, which they won. So, you know, we just, you know, relaxing. Watched the game, enjoyed the game, had some some good food at a couple of good restaurants, and just chilled. Okay. That's beautiful. What about you? I ain't do nothing. I was on club couch all weekend, minding my damn business, catching up on new shows, new movies, old old movies. I don't know. I watched Vampire in Brooklyn for some reason this weekend. Did you? Mm-hmm. I did, You must have been bored. I wasn't bored. I just, just, me and the wife was just sitting on the couch, uh... Watching old things that make us feel good. With and all that, the programming on, you watch Vampire in Brooklyn? It's, it still holds up. Okay. It was because we was arguing with some youngins about how it didn't hold up. That's why. Yes. Oh, oh so y'all look for it. It just wasn't on. It's on Um. It's on one of them streaming services, HBO Max or something. I thought maybe it's on, it was just on. HBO Max. You know, sometimes if you watch BT, you know, Coming to America would be on. I don't do that to myself. One of those would be on. You. I'm never that boy. Mm. I'm never that boy. Because, you know, immediately when you start watching them, the first thing you start thinking is like, why am I watching the clean version? <laughs> yeah. When I can just pull up the dirty version. That's, that's, I actually yeah. went to the movies to really? see a movie. I haven't been to the movies since before the pandemic. What you, what go you see? see? I went to go see Honk for Jesus. That's on Peacock. But what? I went to the movies to go see it. Oh, it's not Hulu. It was yeah, on Peacock. To... Yeah, I watched it last night. Yeah, I went yeah. to the movies, though. It was a nice experience. It's been a long time. So I was like, let me leave the house, go to the movies after I got back from Turks and Caicos. Shout out to everybody in Turks and Caicos, one of my favorite places to be. I had an amazing time. Happy birthday to my girl, Melissa. We were celebrating her birthday. Yes, I feel great. To, what's the last movie I saw in theaters? Was it Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness? That's probably what it was. I have not been to the movies, but it was really, really nice. I take really the kids nice. all the time to the movies. Yeah, I just haven't been, because you can watch everything at home. That's right. I'm looking forward to Pinocchio coming out this weekend. The live action version of Pinocchio. I guess it's like, it's like Roger Rabbit, so it's like live action and animation. Mm. Comes out this weekend. I saw Can't the wait. Wakanda forever. They had that playing. In the, it's like certain things you might feel like you have to go to the movies and see. And I just haven't been. So it was nice. Yeah, I'm going to take the kids this weekend to see Pinocchio. It's on Disney+. Plus. Oh, now I like to go to... <laughs> yes. is it, I thought you said it's on the, TV, on the uh, movie. It's on, I don't think it's coming out in theaters, but There's it's on. nothing wrong with going to the theater, though. No, I like the theater. There's the nothing wrong with that. It's the nice. Kids can get it, I'm not going to lie, though. And all that. Like, nah, it I definitely like wasn't a lot of people there. Yeah, theaters are cool, but if I can stay home... Lord have mercy, I'm staying home. I mean, I still do the same stuff. I still take the candy and popcorn from the store and bring it to the movie. Ain't nothing like, ain't nothing like being in some basketball shorts, man. And a, and you can wear your basketball and a, and a shorts to the movie. But they have those eye pick theaters now where you can sit and order food from your seat. Yeah. They've been had that. Nice. I don't know. I, I like being at home. Pinocchio's out this weekend on Disney Plus, though. Well, I like to leave the house sometimes. It just feels good. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what we talking about? Nothing good. Uh, let's talk about the Bed Bath & Beyond executive, Gustavo Arnal, who uh, plunged his... Actually, was a couple blocks away from here, where we work. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front-page news. Now, football season begins this Thursday, right? This Thursday is the first game? Absolutely. All right, we back. Preseason been started. Good luck to your Cowboys. I don't, I don't mean it. Man, what else I, we got I, I, first of all, there's no such thing as luck in football. Okay, you just can only be prepared. Are your Giants prepared? 
Yeah. Prepared for what? A losing season? Prepare for whatever's going to happen. Yeah, okay. Now, whatever's right. going to happen. Yes, yeah, we play the Buccaneers this uh, Sunday. The I, Dallas got, Cowboys I, got, I got something for you coming up, too. Just remind me. I got something for I you coming up. I don't want nothing from you. Bro. Bro. I got something please, for you. Please, mm-hmm. stop. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, after the announcement of Wednesday so that Bed Bath & Beyond will close 150 stores and slash 20% of its workforce to cut costs, uh, the executive, Gustavo Arnal, uh, who was facing a $1.2 billion stock lawsuit, actually died. He plunged from a New York City building there investigating this. They feel like this was a suicide. But apparently he leaped to his death from the 18th floor apartment in lower Manhattan. He was the chief financial officer and he's among the defendants named in a class action suit that accuses him and Chewy.com founder Ryan Cohen and others of artificially inflating their share prices. And so that potentially could be a reason why that happened. It's a skyscraper known as the Jenga building where he leaped from because of the exterior of it. It looks like an uneven stack of blocks. You could actually see it from where we work here um, on the Breakfast Club. So, yeah, they said his wife was home at the time that that happened. She was in the apartment, and he didn't say a word to her before he apparently leapt to his death from there. 18th floor apartment. You know, in Russia, that's been happening all year. Like, like eight Russian businessmen have uh, all died by apparent suicide or accidents mm. in just six months. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, and I guess instead of like, I can't even speculate on on what happened there. All right, now. Yeah, I'm, I know in Russia it feels very suspicious. Eight Russian businessmen, apparent suicide, and, and accidents, and nobody knows what the accidents are in six mm-hmm. months. That's. Ugh. All right, now a manhunt is underway for one of two brothers suspected in a mass stabbing that left 10 people dead and 18 people injured across multiple locations. There were 13 crime scenes. And uh, these brothers have been identified as Damian Sanderson and Miles Sanderson. And on Monday morning, Damian Sanderson, who's 31 years old, was found dead. And uh, the brother, the 30-year-old brother, is still on the run. So Miles Sanderson is still on the run. Right now he's being charged with first-degree murder, attempted murder, and breaking and entering into a residence. Again, there's 13 different crime scenes. So they don't know if the crimes happened in the order that the calls came in, but they're still trying to figure out what the motive is. Feels like some of the victims who are uh, men and women in different age groups were apparently targeted, while others may have been attacked randomly. Now, here is Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau talking about these stabbings. Yesterday's attacks in Saskatchewan are shocking and heartbreaking. My thoughts and the thoughts of all Canadians are with those who've lost loved ones and with those who are injured. This kind of violence, or any kind of violence, has no place in our country. Mm-mm-mm. So, again, they're still trying to find Miles Sanderson. All right, we'll give you more updates on that as uh, we find out. And that is your front page news. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Again, 800-585-1051. Good morning to all the parents. I know for a lot of y'all, it's back to school. You got to take them kids back to school. This is Man. the first day. So I yes, know you got to get them outfits. You got to get their hair right. You know, it's the first day. You got to make sure their pictures look right. And I'm sure we'll be seeing a lot of that yeah, on Instagram today. You know, you know, I don't even be feeling, I'm not even feeling right at work because you feel like you need to be uh, home at the house helping the wife, you know, get, get the, the kids, kids ready. ready. Well, you know what I mean? Well, I went yesterday. I, got, I went to get uh, Jackson's hair. Uh, you know, Jackson's hair has twists, so he had to get his twists. Brooklyn had to get a doing that all weekend. So I had to take him to go get their stuff done last night and hair, today. Hair been Haircuts. getting done all weekend. Yep, yep, and then yep. you got to think, I got four daughters and three are in school now. So three, yep. three hairs to do. Well, yeah. I didn't do them, but you know. Yeah, my wife was up at 5 uh, a.m. right when she I left. She literally told me, make sure I'm up before you leave the house. 
That was my job. I had that too. I had one job that, this morning. Did you do it? Yes, oh, of course. Okay. Make but sure she was up before I left. Out. I got in trouble though, because when I took my kids to get their hair braided, I, you know, I bring the shampoo and conditioner, mm -hmm. and I forgot to bring it back. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got in trouble this morning. Oh, probably was expensive. Too. Yes, she was like, "All I asked you to do is." Uh, yeah, well, I know. I know the feeling. I went to go. I went to go make some tea last night. I'm like, "Where's the teapot?" She's like, "It's in the basement." We just had to boil the water to do hair. I'm like, "Oh, okay." So I had to go get Shut the tea. your ass up. Went down there and got it. Of course. All right, hey, man. It's our life. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051 is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Leon Wonder, man. I would like to give a shout out to my wife, if you don't mind. Andrea yeah. Wonder, my daughters, Taylor Wonder, and Corey Wonder. Out of Crosby, Texas, man. All right, brother. I'm proud of them, man. All right, we proud of them too, man. That's dope. Hello, who's this? What's going on, Envy? What's going on? This drama side. What's up, brother? Hey, man, man I just want to say if people think that I'm going to get out of my car <laughs> and walk up 20 flights of stairs, to bring them their food, they crave. Some, some walk with these up. People, they feel entitled. So wait a I minute. Doing <laughs> I thought that's what it's supposed to do. When you click the thing, meet me at the door. They supposed to come in the crib and, and or come to the hotel. But hold on, walking up twenty flights, not an elevator. Walk okay, up. Okay, listen. Let me. This elevator. See, I be here Uber Eats and DoorDash and Lyft and all that sometimes on the side of my job. So I got a call this morning. It was for like $30 worth of food. Now, I don't have a problem, you know, walking up the stairs, but people feel entitled. I get to this lady house. She's standing outside smoking a cigarette. I can see all the way up the balcony. She's standing outside smoking a cigarette. So I call and I say, lady, I can't get in. You know, security's giving me issues at the door. So I ate the food. <laughs> so ate you the ate food. the food? <laughs> I ate her food because she wouldn't come downstairs. I stood down there 10 minutes waiting for the lady. Okay, now, now I don't know about that. You, de you, you definitely getting a one-star rating, bro. Yeah, word. Hey, I don't care about the stars. I, I got a job. I want to say this. Oh I do gosh. live. People in, entitled once again. I pull up on the block. I live in Detroit. Now, Angela Yee, you in Detroit a lot. Yep. A lot of these blocks do not have houses on them. Mm -hmm. So I pull up on the block with two houses on the block. <laughs> she don't have a porch light on, so I pull up, you know, in, in just like an open spot and park, and I got my lights on and everything. So the lady calls me and like, can you pull? Can you pull down? I'm like, lady, there's no porch lights on. I don't see nobody out here. You see my car walking to the car. The lady never came to the car. She expected me to pull down. <laughs> now that was a small one. I ain't mad at you about that one. That mm -hmm. that sounded kind of fishy. Well, hey. You see these lights on. Let me see a body. I don't see a body. I ain't moving. I just want to know why you one, ate that lady food, thing, bro. Let me, say, let me say one last thing. People smoke cigarettes. I do not smoke cigarettes. <laughs> All I want to say is to the Lyft passengers out there listening, don't get in nobody's car when you fresh. You just put your cigarette out. I pull up to this lady. It's wintertime. I do this on bro, you're doing a lot of complaining for somebody who ate somebody food, bro. I, I'm but still I understand that. That cigarette thing. smell it's, is it's disgusting. Cocaine. If you order some food and you got me outside for 10 minutes waiting on you to come get it to eat your food. Bro, Lyft and Uber's not for you, bro. Exactly. I don't think that you you should be in this business. And I, I, and, 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 yeah, it's not for you, bro. Time. I got a job. I work at Christ. I just do it on and, that, and that's why you don't take it serious and you shouldn't be doing it because you're calling these people entitled when their expectation is that they just bring my food to my door. It's Absolutely. All, that's, I do appreciate all of the drivers that bring me my food. 
I always be standing outside at the door, but, so I, I track the car you, to make you, sure. You, but that's an option. There's an option. Meet me at the door. Leave it at the door. Okay, like that's yeah, an there, option. There's an option for that, and that option is always on my on my profile. Yeah. Meet me at the door. Because if you say meet me at the door, you gotta meet them at the door. Well, he you don't want to meet them at the door. Exactly. You you can't close the orders out until you basically give these people their food, or you either wait the ten minutes time for it to expire. Once you wait the ten minutes, then you'll get paid. And you can pull off and, you know. Yeah, but you don't got to eat the food. Before, Somebody going to eat it. You can't call and complain with Uber Eats because they don't call you back. Only thing you can do is email. So it's kind of, you know. But I'm frustrated about that because I do it a lot. People mm-hmm. get in your car, smoke you a cigarette. You know. <laughs> well, you have a good one, bro. I think he deserves it. Yeah, I, 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 you I, eating I, people's food. Lord have mercy. Him. And how come there's no elevator on a building that got 20 uh It has to be an elevator. 20 stores. Unless the elevator was 20 floors. Out, but it has to be an elevator on 20 floors. Like what? Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way? All right. Kodak Black is not happy about Made in America. You know, that happened over the weekend as well. And we'll tell you why he's upset. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Kodak Black. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, Kodak Black was supposed to perform at Made in America, but apparently he showed up late and ended up not performing at all. For everybody who was waiting to see Kodak, here's what he had to say on Instagram. Hey, Made, made in America, man, I don't know what's going on. This is the first show ever him and a little late, too, and, 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 and a can't perform, no money, none of that shit. Jay-Z, whoever running this shit, Rock Nation, Live Nation, whatever the fuck. Y'all do better, man. This is the first show and a little few minutes late to and bitch, what the f? They got fans out here want to see all type of shit. What they gonna pay is jet, all type of shit. I don't even want to do that tour no more. I mean, Nine Nation, Mac Agency, whatever the f. Whoever the f. I let up. I don't even need to do. I don't even need him to do my show no more. They said he was eight minutes late. That's what he claimed. He showed up eight minutes before his 6.45 p.m. slot was due to, well, no, no, eight minutes before he was supposed to end. So he would, I guess, would have only been able to perform for a few minutes. And how long was the set? An hour set, I'm assuming? I don't know how long he performs for, but apparently he was about half an hour late, so. Yeah, I mean, if you're late, that's your fault, right? Like, that's your mm-hmm. fault you didn't get the opportunity to perform. Cause you, they, you, they usually want you to get there, like, at least an hour early, too. Yeah, you know what time you're supposed to be there. You throw off the whole run of show showing up when you when you, when you you want to. He also says that he didn't get any money up front. He didn't get uh, his half of his performance fee up front. No, that's and crazy. And so he feels like they didn't want to fit him in. Uh, because of, I don't know. Yeah, he definitely should have got his deposit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But maybe he might have said it was okay. Maybe they were like, we'll pay you in full. You no. Know, whatever, whatever. I don't know what happened. No. But he still showed up. And aren't you in breach if you're late? Aren't you in breach of your yeah, contract? Yeah, you are. They can definitely yeah. are well within their right to do that. Um, and I, I guess it's a festival, so there's a lot of people performing, so it throws the whole schedule off. Because I know people that come after you don't like for people to be late, and then it cuts into their time. That's right. right. So there could be a lot of factors, and I'm sure at some point they'll issue a statement in response. All right, now Larsa Pippen. Twitter was going crazy after they saw that she was out with Michael Jordan's son, Marcus Jordan. Shout out to Marcus Jordan. 
Now, I don't know if it was a date or something like that, but the reason why people felt like this was a big deal is because Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan haven't been on good terms lately, and so they felt like all of that is kind of messy. But they also just might know each other. Yeah, wouldn't they be like family friends? Wouldn't she be like auntie? Yeah, they yes. might just know each other. That's just what I would assume. And been in Miami, and just because they're, you know, her ex-husband and his dad aren't getting along doesn't mean they can't. Yeah. Into each it's other. crazy because nobody said they were flirting, nobody said they were kissing, nobody said they were holding yeah, hands. Yeah, they just were they like just sitting next to each other, <laughs> but you saw dinner. them walk in together. Mm-hmm. That's about it. So, not sure what's happening there, but just you know, when the families are beefing, that don't mean you beefing. All right, now the weekend has apologized to fans. He canceled his concert mid-song, and he said it's because his vocal cords were strained and he couldn't do what he needed to do. I don't know what just happened when I screamed, but I just lost my voice. This is killing me, and I don't want to stop the show. But I can't give you the concert that I want to give you right now. I'm going to make sure everybody's good, get your money back, but I'll do the show real soon for you guys. But I wanted to come out and personally apologize. I'm not tweeting or Instagram or whatever. I want you guys to know. And I can't give you what I want to give you right now. I apologize. I'm so sorry. I love you guys so much. I felt right. bad for the weekend. That was after three songs only. So people stayed in their seats for a while to figure out what was going on, thinking maybe he might come back out. But he also tweeted shortly after. My voice went out during the first song, and I'm devastated. Felt it go, and my heart dropped. My deepest apologies to my fans here. I promise I'll make it up to you with a new date. Got to be a tough one. People travel all over the world to see him perform, you know, different states, different cities, and you know, you make those arrangements, you get in a hotel and the plane, and that happens. But it's not its not his fault. It happens. It happens, you know? All right. Now, there's another rumor going around that Tom Brady and Giselle have, I guess, had some issues because of him unretiring. So, according to sources, the fight that they had was over his shock decision to unretire from the NFL. Uh, and... I'm not sure if that's a real spat or something that this is the rumor report. So it could be just a rumor. But page six exclusively exclusively reported that he was sad, but focusing on being super dad following his argument and spat with his wife, Giselle. All right. Now, congratulations to J. Cole. He has made history with NBA 2K23. The cover, he's on the cover of that. So that's a huge deal. The Dreamers edition. He's making his historic appearance on the cover. He is the Dreamer edition cover athlete, and that is coming this fall. It's going to be released on September 9th. That's soon. That's big. Drop on cool down for Cole. Three days. So he's not he's not going to be the official. Is he the official a- athlete? It's a Dreamer slash... edition cover. Oh, okay. So okay. I'm, I'm sure it's like a special one. I'm, everybody's okay. going to want to get that. But it's the first time a non-basketball player has been on the cover. That's is dope. he really a non-basketball player? Because he did play. Well, he didn't play NBA. Right, but he's and still a basketball player. Isn't, isn't he the story in the game? You know how the game be having like a story inside of it? Isn't he the star of the story in the game? I thought I saw that somewhere. Yeah, so congratulations to him. I'm sure he loves it, and he posted about it, too. He put That is dope. Yeah, and I'm sure for him that's amazing, something that uh, outside of music is a huge goal of his. All right, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, we got front page news next. What are we talking about? Man, everybody was going to the U.S. Open, and that's because Serena Williams, she potentially uh, played in her last final match of her career Friday night. We'll tell you what she had to say and what her sister Venus Williams had to say as well. All right, we'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. 
In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week, I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Take The Dress. Most people remember it as an optical illusion that went viral, asking everyone on the internet, is this dress blue and black or white and gold? But there's way more to this story than that. The dress went viral in early 2015, marking one of the last months that the internet could still be fun. It was just before Trump declared his candidacy for president and polarized and already polarized internet. It was just shy of people deciding what went viral instead of algorithms. And it was just shy of celebrities realizing that they should never, ever tweet. It's more than a character of the day. It's an entire moment in time bottled in a little, well, either blue and black or white and gold package. I'm not relitigating it again. You cannot make it. And that's just one story. We've got a million. So listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, 
a military-trained seduction spy, reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yeezy? All right. Well, let's start with Friday night at the U.S. Open at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Serena Williams lost what was likely the final match of her legendary career. It was three intense sets, and uh, she did lose. And in her post-match interview, she got emotional as she thanked her parents. And here's what she said. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. You guys were amazing today. I, I tried, but I just played a little bit better. Thank you, Daddy. I know you're watching. Thanks, Mom. Oh my God, Mom. Uh, just everyone that's here, that's been on my side so many years, decades. Oh my gosh, literally decades. Um, but it all started with my parents, and they deserve everything. So I'm really grateful for them. Oh my God, these are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus, so thank you, Venus. Oh, that's so dope. 27 years mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, of Ser- a career. Serena already home. She's been home. Legend. Drop on the clues, Bond Serena wins. Like, you know, it would have been great to see her win the U.S. Open, but yeah. it's not like she needed to win to be any more Serena Williams than she already is. And Friday was a tough one. So she, you know, she lost the first match. The second match she, she had won. to be tired. And I, she was tired I, after I that second one. I'm sitting there thinking, one. like, yo, she's 40 years old. She played, what, four times last week? Yeah, the, the day before she played doubles. doubles. The day before she played singles. That's the one I went to. Then, then she played on Monday. Monday she went, yeah, she I played like, a lot of tennis. I don't even understand why they set up the tennis games like that. I feel like you need more than a day of rest in between matches and one day she didn't get no rest because she did Wednesday the doubles the Thursday, Thursday and then and Friday. Friday and then that like, Friday was a long match three hours Jesus. and a half that's a lot of tennis I'm like how you don't get no break now she did say that tennis will still be part of her life in some capacity she said for me tennis has been such a huge part of my life I can't imagine not being involved in tennis I don't know what that involvement is yet but I feel like it's provided me with so many opportunities through that it's provided other people with so many amazing opportunities I think it means so much to me in my life and I've had so many amazing moments that I don't see a future without it hey man I'm not the uh, tennis 
connoisseur like that, but I know when I think tennis, I think Serena and Venus. Mm-hmm. And Venus posted after one year, after away from the game, there is still no one who can approach her level, her intensity, her excitement, her entertainment. There will never be another Serena Williams. Her legacy lives on and all those she inspired to greatness, me included. No one has affected the game or sport the way she has. Tennis won't be the same without its goats. Yeah, Serena brings in the casual uh, tennis fan. Because yep. I, I sat there watching tennis matches last night. I mean, last week and had no idea what the hell was going on. Like what Tiger Woods did for golf. But I wonder if she's uh, really going to retire. Tiger never done that for me for golf. Salute to Tiger. I know no, he's, he's, done done it for, he's done that for a lot. Yeah, of I know he's people. done it for a lot. But a he's, lot never, people. he's never done it for me. I, I definitely watched golf, golf is just because too of Tiger boring. Woods. Nah, but I wonder if she's really going to retire. Because she, you, you can tell she still had gas in the tank. It wasn't like she got washed. Like she beat the number two She wouldn't person. even have been playing if she didn't have gas. She wouldn't even have been at the U.S. Yeah, but she beat the number two person. They didn't mm-hmm. think she was going to beat her. Like she's. She still gets busy, and then yeah. she was out. What for two years, three years? She didn't a play a year, a year, a year. She, she said. got in shape. So after one year, yeah. All right. Well, that is your front page news. We love you, Serena. All right. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. We reported uh, during rumor report about Kodak Black, and Kodak Black was a little late, and they wouldn't let him perform. Mm-hmm. And made made in America, man. I don't know what's going on. This the first show ever. Him and a little late too, and and and. and a- can't perform, no money, none of that shit. Jay-Z, whoever running this shit, Rock Nation, Live Nation, whatever the fuck. Y'all do better, though, man. This is the first show of me. A little few minutes late to And, bitch, what the fuck? They got fans out here want to see all type of shit. Where they gonna pay his jet, all type of shit. I don't even want to do that tour no more, I mean, Live Nation, Mac, Agency, whatever the fuck. Whoever the fuck y'all let up, man. I don't even need to do. I don't even need them to do no show no more. All right, so the question is 800-585-1051. What are your thoughts? Yeah, Kodak Black was late. They didn't let him perform. What do you think about it? Now, mm-hmm. we've all seen, we've all been late for something, for whatever <laughs> reason it may be, especially those concerts. Sometimes getting into them concerts, traffic be crazy. They even said at the U.S. Open, some of the players actually had to get out of their cars, their Ubers, and had to jog to the, their actual match because it was just so much traffic, and they were going to be late. Yeah, I'm sure there was a lot of traffic in Philly trying to get into Made in America. That's right. So we're asking 800-585-1051. What are your thoughts? Let's talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Donkey Today is brought to you by the law office of Michael S. Lamonsoff. Hurry in for great deals during the Ram Make This the Summer event. Ram, built to serve. Right now, get 0% financing for 72 months, plus no monthly payments for 90 days on the 2022 Ram 1500 Bighorn. Not compatible with any other offer. 0% APR financing for 72 months equals $13.89 per month per 1000 financed for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital, regardless of down payment. Deferred monthly payments for well-qualified buyers. See dealer for details. Offer ends 9-6-2022. Black people in New York are in the news every day. But only one station tells the stories from our perspective. Listen to the Black Info. Wish I would have went she wish I would have went exact. I still turn to a CEO, so the lifestyle she respect. Hey, two sprinters to Quebec. Cherie, ou et mon bec. They only giving plus one, so I never pull up to the Met. You know I gotta bring the set. You know I gotta bring the G block. You know I gotta bring the D block. Cause you know how sticky it get. Hey. You know how sticky it get. Hey. You know how sticky it get. Every song that I made is ringing like I got engaged. 
You know how sticky it gets. something this clean <laughs> like something happened It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about Kodak Black. Now, uh, they didn't let him perform over the weekend for Made in America because they said he was late. Uh, he was actually, uh, how, how long was he late? I think he was about half an hour late. They said there was eight minutes left in what would have been his set. Okay. So we're asking 800-585-1051. What are your thoughts? Um, for me, I think it's a communication thing. I've been places where if one person's late, it throws off the whole schedule. But if you know you're going to be late for whatever reason, if it's traffic, if it's your flight, because things do happen, if you're communicating and they can switch some things around, then usually it could work out. But if they can't switch things around or they have no idea what's going on and you just try to show up late and hop on stage at a festival, that usually doesn't work. Yeah, but I will say this. Uh, and I don't know how many times Kodak Black has been late, uh, if that's something, a running theme for him. But I do know. Ish does happen, especially going to those concerts, going to those venues. There's traffic. You're trying to get around, and you don't know where you're going, so they're trying to get you to those those particular places. If he flew private or he flew his a uh, uh, flew, and it could have been a, a a late from from the the plane. We don't know what actually happened. That's why I said if they were communicating, and Correct. he was like, you know, I can see now it's about to be late. This flight happened. There's so much traffic we can't get through, and they're able to switch things around. But if not, there's nothing they could do either. Charlemagne. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, things definitely happen, but you have to plan for said things, you know, and I believe that, you know, if you're on time, you know, you're late. If you're early, you're on time. I personally don't like being late. I feel like, you know, being late is disrespectful to events because, you know, it's like arriving late is like uh, saying that your time is more valuable than the time of the person or people 
who are waiting waiting on you. You know what I mean? But I mean, things happen, you know? So I, I, for a concert, middle of the afternoon, like you kind of know when you're supposed to be there, bro. So if you so if you miss your time and they don't let you perform, I can understand understand why. I just hope they don't hold you in a breach of contract. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Steve from Tampa. Hey, what's up, brother? Talk to us. Listen, I'm just be honest, man. Ninjas is made every day. Well, I think it's different though. It's different with a concert because with a concert, you gotta you you can't hold the show until he 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 gets there. You gotta put other people on. Yeah, and it's one said, thing if it's just your concert too. There's a whole bunch of other people that it affects. Yeah, and people be beefing over like people got it in their contract where they're going to perform. You right? know, like you you ruin the whole run of the show when you late for a concert. Let me get my eight minutes in. If I got eight minutes, then give me my eight. Minutes. Let me do two but songs. But that's how, because you already know somebody not getting off stage. But what if you already went I'm, over your time? Like what if, they said he still had eight minutes left. And it's set. Give me, give me and, Gremlin. And that might and make Bodak. the audience really mad. It dep- so what were they doing for that time that he was supposed to be on? DJ Just, was on. I'm they sure said the DJ, was, the DJ oh, had the okay, crowd okay. rocking while he wasn't there, I'm too. I'm sure the DJ was sweating. Mm-hmm. Hello, who's this? This is Keisha. Hey, Keisha. Good morning. Good morning, Keisha. <laughs> Good morning, Breakfast Club. Good morning. I was just calling to chime in on the topic about Kodak Black being not being able to perform. Yep. I just feel like if it was like Jay Z or Beyonce or P Diddy, I feel like they would allow them to perform if they were thirty minutes late or an hour. Now I'm gonna tell tell you something. What? I'm gonna tell you something. You probably right, but I know for a fact Beyonce ain't gonna be late. Beyonce gonna be there before everybody else. Man, listen, if she was like, we talking about like, if she, Beyonce, but some people feel the same way about Kodak, you know what I mean? So it may not be, be like, I'm not a big Beyonce fan, I'm not a big Kodak fan, but I just feel like if it was someone different, they would not have done that. Twitter would have went crazy, if, you know what I mean? Like, they would have been yeah. like, oh, cancel this, you know, like, they would have went crazy. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. Like, you right. I have no reason to trust you. You're not a Kodak Black or Beyonce fan? Nah, well... What are we talking about? I will about? say this. I remember Powerhouse. We had a Powerhouse one year, and Jay-Z was coming out on mm-hmm. Jeezy's set. He was. And I got there at about uh, 5 p.m. because I had to do a sound check. And Hove was already there. Jay-Z is that. always early. One thing they <laughs> say about him, there. they like it's impossible to get some place before him. Everybody be trying to get there early, and he be earlier than everyone. Now, Hove just came out on Jeezy's set, which he, Jeezy got on like 11 o'clock. But Hove was there before me, and I got there at 5. So Hove be there early. 800-585-1051. We're talking about Kodak Black. Now, Kodak Black uh, wasn't able to perform in Made in America because he was late. What are your thoughts? you think they should allow him to perform? Let's so talk they didn't about let it. him perform at all? No. no. Not even eight minutes. Oh, I saw him on stage somewhere this weekend. I just assumed no, that was Made in America. Live. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He was on okay. time with Liv. All right. All right, <laughs> We could probably show up whenever. <laughs> 105.1 is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. 
and of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week, I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Take The Dress. Most people remember it as an optical illusion that went viral, asking everyone on the internet, is this dress blue and black or white and gold? But there's way more to this story than that. The dress went viral in early 2015, marking one of the last months that the internet could still be fun. It was just before Trump declared his candidacy for president and polarized and already polarized internet. It was just shy of people deciding what went viral instead of algorithms. And it was just shy of celebrities realizing that they should never, ever tweet. It's more than a character of the day. It's an entire moment in time bottled in a little, well, either blue and black or white and gold package. I'm not relitigating it again. You cannot make it. And that's just one story. We've got a million. So listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. 
tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Kodak Black. He was supposed to perform at a Made in America over the weekend, and he was late, and they didn't let him perform. Let's listen. Hey, made, made in America, man, I don't know what's going on. This is the first show ever. Him and a little late, too, and, 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 and a can't perform. No money, none of that shit. Jay-Z, whoever running this shit, Rock Nation, Live Nation, whatever the do better, oh man. This is the first show of a little few minutes late to and bitch, what the f they got fans out here wanna see all type of shit. What they gonna pay is jet all type of shit. I don't even wanna do that toe no more. I mean nine nation Mac agency, whatever the f whoever the f I let up for I don't even need to do I don't even need him to do no show no man. So we're asking 800 585 1051 What are your thoughts? Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Joe Chris, man. What's happening? What's up, brother? What are your thoughts, man? Uh, basically, man, I mean, Kodak, you know what I'm saying? That, that was crazy. I mean, he should have been on time. Okay, yeah. period. <laughs> That's it. I mean, that's the reality of the situation. Like, we, we, we got to stop telling people what to do with their business. Everybody operates their business differently. Made America clearly, if you're late, they don't want you to perform. Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Kima. Hey, Kima. Talk to us, Kima. Um, so he was wrong. Like, at the end of the day, that's your job. You have to be there at a decent time. You knew there was going to be a bunch of traffic because of the festival. Why would you come the last at the last minute? I mean, I don't know if that was the, the reason. I'm just saying that could have been, you know, because I'm not saying that there was traffic and that was the reason why. I'm just, we don't know. But, you know, during those festivals, there are a lot of traffic. There, there is difficult. It could have been, been a fire. It could have been an accident that slowed things down. You just don't know. Right, understandable, but you still have to plan accordingly because you're not the only one there. So if you've got to be that there two true. hours early just to be on the safe side, yeah. it's just like and, a job interview. It's just like a regular job. You know you've got to make it there at a decent time. Yeah, they usually tell you to get there at least an hour early. Too. And words matter, right? One thing that Kodak said was that you know this is the first this one this is the first time that he he's been late to a show and they didn't let him perform. So clearly he's late to shows often. <laughs> I was actually at a show he was very late. <laughs> That's to. what I'm saying. He, he was said, supposed to open for a bougie bonton in the Bahamas and he got there and ended up performing after him. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He said it. He yeah. said he said yo this is one of the first times I've been I've been late. Yo, he said this is the first time I've been late to a show and they won't let me perform. Hey. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Jonathan from Miami. Hey, Jonathan from Miami. What are your thoughts? Hi, yeah, yeah. I'm a professor and I'm a filmmaker. When you're late, you're late. <laughs> because yeah, I understand there's traffic, you know, and whatnot. But imagine if, as a filmmaker, I have a deadline to meet a submission for a film, like Tribeca, for example, right? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And then if I miss the deadline, what's going to happen? I'm not going to make it in. So, right. you know, it's not about you as an artist. So I'm just saying. Okay. Well, thank you so much. All right, you take care. All right, bye-bye. 
I mean, when I have functions, especially live events, I try to make sure I'm there way early to make sure that I'm there and to make sure we don't have these problems and these issues because you never know. Whether you're waiting for car service or you're waiting for Uber or traffic, you just never know what's going to happen. You want to give yourself the extra time, especially when it comes to the bread because I ain't fumbling my bag or messing up my bread for nobody. All right, now we got rumors on the way, Easy. Yes, and let's talk about Kanye West. I mean, I don't even know where to start with this, but he has some issues with Adidas. We'll tell you what he has to say, and Swiss Beats agrees with him. Okay, we'll get into that next. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Donkey of the day. With Charlemagne the God. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Well, Donkey of the day for Tuesday, September 6th goes to Amy Harrington of Madera Beach, Florida. What does your uncle Charla always tell you about the great state of Florida? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. And uh, today is once again no exception. Uh, I think you know that I have zero tolerance for drunk drivers. Uh, I believe drunk drivers should be pointed to the fullest extent of the law because as, I, as I've told you several times on this radio, every day of our life, we are simply trying to avoid crazy. And if you are a human who gets in their car and does all the right things, puts your seatbelt on, drives the speed limit, really looks out for other folks on the road, I appreciate you. And people like that, okay, should not have to deal with the dangers of a crazy-ass drunk driver. Now, it's bad enough that people are still, you know, driving drunk in 2022. I mean... Because it's absolutely, positively, no reason to be getting behind the wheel, all right, when you're drunk nowadays. It's way too many rideshare services to be doing that. So once again, I have zero remorse for drunk drivers, okay? There's not one logical reason someone can give me for driving drunk other than you were drunk, all right? That's the only reason people get behind the wheel and they're not supposed to because the liquor makes them think they can. And Amy is the latest human to say, F it, all right? Throw caution to the wind and get behind the wheel when she's drunk now. I encourage you when scrolling through social media today or if you are online at any point today, go watch this video of Amy Harrington's traffic stops. See, Amy got pulled over and had to do some field sobriety tests. I'm a person that feels that feels like field sobriety tests are bias, okay, because you can fail a sobriety test by simply being out of shape. I mean, come on, the one-leg stand test. I'm 44 and constantly mentally and physically exhausted. Now you want me to stand on one leg on command? Even if I'm not drunk, I might fail that one, okay? The walk and turn test where you got to take nine steps, a uh, heel to toe. I can't do that either because I lack coordination, rhythm, and I don't follow dance instructions well. So I would fail that test. Also, when I say I don't have rhythm, I lack rhythm, uh, but I'm totally on beat when it comes to the instrumental playing in my head. Okay, but what's playing in my head usually isn't what's playing out loud. So, so to everyone else, I look off beat but to me <laughs> the moral of the story is those tests aren't easy to do sober so they must be impossible to do drunk and I guess that's why Amy Harrington decided to do her own thing when asked to do one let's go to Inside Edition for the report please if this driver thought her graceful moves were going to get her out of a traffic stop, she was sorely mistaken. The Pinellas County Sheriff's Office in Florida recently released this video of a field sobriety test conducted back in April. According to a criminal complaint, deputies say 38-year-old Amy Harrington rear-ended another vehicle. 
and when they approached her, she had visual signs of impairment, including glassy eyes. It also stated deputies smelled alcohol on her breath. She allegedly refused a breathalyzer, and when trying to administer a field sobriety test, deputies report she was unsteady on her feet and started to perform ballet and Irish folk dances. Harrington's moves weren't impressive to deputies who arrested her. She's pleaded not guilty to driving under the influence, mm. refusal to submit to testing, and possessing an open container of alcohol. Now, I don't know what Irish folk dancing is, but it looks ridiculous. Okay, and when you combine that with ballet and being drunk, it looks extra ridiculous. In her defense, she said the police officer sounded like her ballet dancer. Didn't I tell y'all that a walk and turn test sounds like dance instruction? As soon as you tell a drunk person heel to toe, they're going to say, did he say heel toe? You start giving a drunk person all those steps and they start dancing. That's your fault for sounding like DJ Casper. Well, in this case, Amy said the officer did sound like her ballet coach. So that's why she started doing a little jig. The officer even had the nerve to tell her she wasn't good, which made her go harder because she had to prove that I indeed can dance. Now, ultimately, she did refuse the breathalyzer, but the officer didn't need it by then. Right. The moral of the story is don't drink and drive. In this case, please don't drink, drive, and dance. Please give Amy Harrington the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. Now, she gave it the good old college try. But that's the problem. She's 38 years old. You can't be acting like you're in college no more, man. All right. Mm-hmm. I would say let's play a game, but I know what it is already. <laughs> Bro, I said Irish folk dancing. All right. Well, black people don't know how to Irish folk dance. I, I, I have a little bit of Irish in me. me but too. Uh, no, I don't think we know how to folk dance. I don't even know what the hell that is. You know what Irish folk dancing is? Yeah. What is it? That's when you got to. Show like, me. I'm not showing you. Show me. Nah, no, nah, you started to stand up. Show me. You got to go to. But oh, that's salsa, bro. How no, you doing to him a ring game? You started, that's not salsa. That wasn't no damn that's Irish. Salsa. That's when your heels man. hit your ass and you kick it out. Huh? That's called a butt kick when you're working out. No, it's not, man. I don't know what you just this did, but salsa. you need to start. Like, this is cultural appropriation. No, well, no, you're Dominican. That's salsa. Okay. Do the Irish folk dance. Again? Look, you got you got I ain't never seen a yellow leprechaun, bro. Ever in my life. Okay, well, McKelvey and Rashawn Casey, you guys <laughs> okay. should know how to do this. I do not. I've never seen a yellow leprechaun, bro. <laughs> Ever. All right. Jesus Christ. Thank you for that donkey today. Yes. All right, now we were just talking about $1,500. That's what you would pay if you want to see Megan Thee Stallion backstage. $1,000 for Chris Brown. And Bow Wow said he'd give him a stack too, and you could take a picture with him for his VI uh, PI experience. So we're asking. 800 VIP experience. 800-585-1051. We're asking, who would you pay for a VIP experience? What would you pay, I should say? Not, what, no, who? Who would you pay who that? Who and what? Yeah. yeah $1,500. You got to put a price on it. Yeah, $1,500 for a VIP experience. Who would you pay to see? Hmm. Anybody here in the room, huh? Hmm. No. Let me think. You, to, you, we, we don't count. Because we, we do this we do this for a living. Bro, you put mob deep in the back of your head as a kid. So I'm sure you would have paid for God bless the dead. Does no. it have to be somebody alive that we would pay? Or who would we have paid? Like who? Who? I don't think this this question uh, is for us. I would have paid $1,500 for a meet and greet with Prince. Mm-mm. Met him for free up here. Yeah, but it was di- it'd be different. Mm-mm. I would do it. 
I, I hold who on to that memory like, forever. Who else would I like to meet? You didn't get no picture, though. Mm-mm. He almost did. And you get a picture with these people. I did take a picture, but... It disappeared. It, it and it wouldn't have been with him anyway. Mm-mm. It definitely was. But I met a him. A picture with Prince is worth it. You get that blown up and framed. That memory, I, I, I was here. I saw it. <laughs> you were here? <laughs> you were here? I remember what happened. you were here happened. for that memory. That's right. I remember what happened. All right. 800 $1,500. Mm-hmm. Who would you pay to take a picture with backstage? Let's talk mm-hmm. about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. P.C. Richard and Son. Shop safe. Shop local. Donkey today is brought to you by the law office of Michael S. Lamonsoff. This is not an iHeartRadio contest. It's a paid advertisement by ResortSave with the purpose of soliciting sales of vacation ownership. Some terms and conditions apply. Airfare not included. If you want to go on a family vacation to Orlando, Las Vegas, or Cancun, ResortSave is giving away a magical getaway for just $2.99 to the first callers that can name an animal that lays eggs and is not a bird. Do you know it? An animal that lays eggs and is not a bird. Call now. 800-208-0414. 800-208-0414. If you're between the... Put it in for you, I spin for you, whatever you with, I'm with it. How you gonna cost it? Cost out rockin' with I got you lit in the city. I've been multitasking, rapping and being a daddy to my little children. I've been spending on business and spending and spending and spending until I'm dizzy. I do all the smack, he never step a help with none of you killing. You doing a lot of cat watch when I catch him whack in front of the witness. Damn, my damn, we tripping. We could have been superstars. Remember when we were jacking cars? Now it's not safe for you. You switch like a, like a little Damn, I think we trippin'. We could've been superstars. Can't help it, now I'm reminiscing. Remember when we were jacking cars? Now you better keep your distance, cause it's not safe for you. You switch like a, like a blue, blue. Track hard with the kick, snatch off from the, snatch off when I slide. Nightlight on the blick, bet I'm on my, on my, on my side. So them ran down, caught them pants down. I knew it was fake, but I still ate it, cause I'm a grimace. Yeah, cut those bennies, KTV. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're asking 800-585-1051. Uh, $1,500. Who would you pay to see backstage? All right? Mm-hmm. Now, Yee says she would pay to see Prince. Yeah, I would have. Mm-hmm. I went to go see him in concert. But, you know, even just get a picture with Prince because he also doesn't really take pictures. Maybe Sade. Sade. Okay. All right. You Charlemagne? Anybody? No. 
<laughs> At my 44 years old, $59? Like Michael Jackson. No. No. And I like, I mean, I like, I, it's a lot of people I like, but I just can't see myself, you know. I, first of all, this is a stupid question for us because of what we do for a living. No, she said she would pay 1500 for it. I just, I, I just don't see why. We're, we're, for we're, a VIP experience, especially if you're bringing somebody with you, you want to guarantee, you know, something happens. If we were going to see Sade and they were like, look, $1,500, you get to be VIP, you get to meet Sade, you get to hang out with her. I would do it. I, I don't think I would. Because I, I don't know when I would ever experience something would, like that. I would pay to see somebody perform and enjoy the show. I would do that. But definitely. backstage, it's just awkward because they really don't want to be there. You, mm -hmm. they, you're just giving them the money and they're just waiting for the time to end, which is always awkward and uncomfortable. I, I don't think You got to make small talk? Yeah. Hey, where you from? <laughs> oh, yeah? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah? What's I your favorite album? I love Smooth Operator. I love, yeah, like, I, no. I watched Like Mike five times. <laughs> yeah. It was my favorite movie as a child. Hello, who's this? Hello, this is Dakota. Hey, Dakota. Good morning. Good morning, all uh, y'all. Fifteen hundred dollars. Who you going to see backstage? Chill it. All right. So uh, I actually got two of them. Uh, okay. A live artist. Uh, I'd have to go see Wiz Khalifa, man. I've been a big fan of Wiz for a while now. Okay. And I've right. always had a dream that one day I'm gonna go to one of his concerts, and he, you know, I'm gonna get that backstage, and he's gonna take me on the bus and show me how to roll one of them. Uh, that's fine. That's worth fifteen hundred. Sure. Give me fifteen hundred. I'll set it up. Man. First of all, he and, he, and by the way, he <laughs> has pre, he has pre rolls all the time, so he he would just give you something that's already pre rolled. Man, and I just heard he just now starting to release some of that into some of the dispensaries too. What well, mm -hmm. do we had it in dispensaries for he a while? Was, now. He was just in Detroit. The Khalifa too. Kush. Yeah, he's had it down there for a while. Yeah. Okay. Man, all dispensaries I've been to out there in Colorado, I ain't never seen no Khalifa Kush. It's almost been. It, it's, it's been hard to find over here. Who's the second person? Uh, the second person, man, uh, R.I.P. Juice World for sure. If he was still around, man, uh, 100%, percent i will probably pay 5000 right now to go see him backstage. Okay, wow. fair I enough. I respect it. You know what's funny? My, my son is a huge Juice World fan. So when Juice World performed at uh, Powerhouse, my son got a, a chance to meet him, and my son still holds that picture. Really a huge, huge fan of Juice World. Hello, who's this? This is Liz. Hey, Good Liz. Morning. Good morning. Who, who are you paying to see for 1500 well, I thought you said a thousand for Chris Brown or fifteen hundred for um, Megan Thee Stallion, mm -hmm. but I would pay fifteen hundred for either. But definitely Chris Brown. Chris Brown, you would take one. Of, how would you take your picture with Chris Brown? I oh, see a lot yeah. of crazy pics. <laughs> uh, I would just probably throw up my regular peace sign with a big smile. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Mama. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's going on? What's up? What up? What's your name, brother? This is B for the King. All right. Beep for the king, B E E P A C H A K I E N G. Okay. Beep for the king, what's happening, king? Okay, well, who, who would you who would you spend money to see, brother? Man, I spend on fifteen hundred to, uh, to see Megan Thee Stallion plus tight. Okay. Plus Tiger. <laughs> I would say plus tax, whatever she. Plus oh, tax. plus tax. I think he said plus Tiger. I was okay. like, where did Tiger come from? And, and, and get that picture. Yeah, you can get that picture. I'll rub up feet soon as I see. I know she's had a long day. All right. You ain't pay for all that. And now. party yeah, gone. Now, now you can't touch it. Yeah, now. you can't do that. Party is not having that. 800-585-1051. So people are paying for these backstage experiences. You know, uh, Megan Thee Stallion's charging 1500 Chris Brown's charging a stack. Bow Wow's uh, charging a stack. Who would you pay to see? Who would you pay 1500 to see? Call us now. Oh, I took club. my mom to see Aretha Franklin. She was so excited. I would have definitely paid $1,500 for my mom to get a picture with Aretha. Okay. All right, let's talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. 
In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week, I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Take The Dress. Most people remember it as an optical illusion that went viral, asking everyone on the internet, is this dress blue and black or white and gold? But there's way more to this story than that. The dress went viral in early 2015, marking one of the last months that the internet could still be fun. It was just before Trump declared his candidacy for president and polarized and already polarized internet. It was just shy of people deciding what went viral instead of algorithms. And it was just shy of celebrities realizing that they should never, ever tweet. It's more than a character of the day. It's an entire moment in time bottled in a little, well, either blue and black or white and gold package. I'm not relitigating it again. You cannot make it. And that's just one story. We've got a million. So listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, 
a military-trained seduction spy, reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Tiffany Haddish. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. So Tiffany Haddish has made her statement regarding a woman identified as Jane Doe who is suing her and Aerie Spears. And that is on behalf of herself and a minor identified as John Doe, her younger brothers. In court documents uh, that were obtained by People, Jane Doe alleged that Tiffany Haddish groomed the plaintiffs, leaving them traumatized for life. The plaintiff says that Tiffany Haddish was a longtime family friend of her mother. And in 2013, when Jane Doe was 14, Haddish took her to the taping of a sexually suggestive Subway commercial that Tiffany Haddish allegedly said would help Jane Doe get on television and would be included in the teenager's film reel during that taping. Tiffany Haddish allegedly instructed Jane Doe on how to perform inappropriate sex acts after watching a man and woman in a video. Now, Tiffany Haddish has since released a statement in response to these allegations. She posted, I know people have a bunch of questions. I get it. I'm right there with you. Unfortunately, because there is an ongoing legal case, there's very little that I can say right now. But clearly, while this sketch was intended to be comedic, it wasn't funny at all. And I deeply regret having agreed to act in it. I really look forward to being able to share a lot more about this situation as soon as I can. That wasn't the subway sketch, though, right? It wasn't, but the woman is claiming, the plaintiff is Mm -hmm. saying that that's what she was told that it would be. Oh, Okay. Oh, they told her that the sketch with Ari Spears was supposed to be about yeah, Subway. something else. And uh-huh. so it's the uh, older sister to the young boy that was in the video, also. Mm. So she's filing that lawsuit on, on behalf of both herself and her 15-year-old brother, who was seven at the time, mm. and she was 14 at the time of the taping. You know, at some point, every industry that has ever been in the content business, whether it's movies, TV, audio, the music industry, comedy, at some point, we have to collectively have a conversation about old content. Because you have older people who act like they don't remember that, sadly, jokes like this, content like this was pretty much the norm. And then you have younger people who can't believe content like this ever existed, but it did. And at some point, we have to have a convo about it. Because if you was creating content in a certain era, which wasn't too long ago, oh, my God, this could happen to you. 
Right. And according to this uh, this lawsuit, they're saying that Jane and John, they they claim that they knew Tiffany Haddish as an auntie, thanks to her longtime uh, standing friendship with their mother. And so they claim that they were recruited. So we'll be following this story to see what happens. But right now, Tiffany Haddish says she cannot uh, say too much because it is an ongoing legal case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, Chris Rock. And Dave Chappelle are on tour together. You know y'all can't bring phones in there, so you're not going to see video footage. But according uh, to reports, they are, and according to Deadline, they're saying Chris Rock took the stage first. He dedicated a small portion of his set to talking about Will Smith, where he said, F your hostage video, in response to that viral YouTube apology video that Will Smith posted. And, um, you know, he referred to Will Smith as Shug Smith yet again. And then Dave Chappelle, who took to the stage after Chris Rock, uh, talked about putting a mask on and doing an impression of a perfect man for 30 years. He said that that's what Will Smith did. He asked audience members to be themselves. And he said, I just hope he doesn't put that mask back on. This is all according to Deadline. Yeah. Why do they keep doing this too, man? Stay out of comedy shows, man. Let these comedians cook. And, I was and, thinking and, the same thing. Yeah. Let them work out whatever material it is they're it working on. It never sounds right when they, you're just never. reading no, what cover, somebody says. They're they taking things the out of context. They, they cover the cameras and yet we still report it. Like it's... it's and I, and I see people saying, why do they keep talking about this? Why does Chappelle and Chris Rock keep talking about this? Because they're working out material. They talk about their lives, and that's part of... <laughs> and they're working out material. Every show you go to, they're doing the same jokes, different ways, saying the same things. It's called working it out, people. All right, now, T.I.'s son, King, was arrested. As you guys know, this happened last week, and T.I. is responding to King being arrested. Here's what he had to say. I know my son. think I ain't spoke to my son. think I ain't told my son, his mama, and his grandmama's. Going to prison. Ain't no way around it. Ain't nothing I'm gonna be able to do about it. Can't nobody stop it but him. I've already made my peace with it. Cause I know that energy. I was that energy. I know exactly how it's gonna turn out. I not already had that conversation with him, man. King's a good kid, chasing after the wrong. I trust in God to deal with it the way that he see fit. You know what I mean? You know, he done got all the whippings, he done got the punny, he done did it, he done, you know, did everything as a child you could do to him. So now you're gonna have to you're gonna have to go through it. You're gonna have to go through it and get through it. Yeah, it's funny, me and my wife had this conversation about the, the same incident and she agreed with TI, but you know, as a having a son that's seventeen years old, I, I can't just accept that though. I still I don't know what else I could do if I gotta take your, your whatever you have, you, whether it's your money, whether it's your clothes, whether it's whatever, and not allow you to go outside because you're still seventeen. TI not wrong. See, I said absolutely nothing wrong. He's not lying. You can pray for them. You can discipline them. You You're can right. talk to them. But ultimately, the choices uh, his son is making at this point are up to him. And I'm at, th- at that age, my daddy was telling me the same thing. You're going to end up in jail, dead, or broke sitting under the tree if you don't change your lifestyle. Yeah. So once you tell him, what else can you do? I, I, he said it. He said, I gave him all the whippers. He's gotten all the discipline. He gave him all the conversation. the young man still 17, though? And he's about to be 18, I'm sure, at some point. Yeah. I, I really hate watching T.I. have to explain that to the yeah. internet. A bunch of bots and nothing-ass folks on social media who ain't got no kids trying to tell you what to do with yours. But you still live under my roof, though. For now, I can yeah. move out. Hey, I'm telling you. You ain't got no money moving. How you gonna move out? I'm sure he got a little change. And by the way, do you need money to move out nowadays? Yes, you're right. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yes, you're right. Like, T.I., listen, there's nothing T.I. said wrong. And sadly, that's just something that all of us have to understand nah, as parents wrong. at some point. some point, we can't control what our kids do. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that is your rumor report. All right, the People's Choices mix is up next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. I just want to say a salute and shout out to everybody for all the uh, birthday wishes. I definitely appreciate it. Felt a, a warm and loved over the weekend. Did you feel it for me? Did you see my post? No. Don't act like you, you did. You commented on my we post. Not, we not a couple, bro. I didn't say we a couple. You keep saying you that. You keep saying it. I'm I didn't say nothing about not. us being a couple. I said happy born day to my canary yellowed comrade. All right? Well, let me do my post now. And when you see what little Duval said. <laughs> Yeah, he said I left him for a light skin. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're not a couple. So I ain't saying we was a couple. Mine. He's yours. All so I you did... guys are each other's side pieces. I just work wished, husbands. I just wished him a happy born day. That's all I did. Hashtag work husbands. Mm-mm-mm. And I think people need to really start appreciating like birthdays more. I don't know what people do, to be honest with you. Because think about all the people that wake up dead every day, bro. You know what I'm saying? For yeah. you to get blessed with another yeah, year of life, that's dead. incredible. <laughs> yeah. Well... I had, uh, I want to say shout out to everybody for all the love. Had a great weekend. It was out in Arizona. Got massaged, just mm. relaxed and chilled. And that was it. Man. Incredible. All right. Well, when we come back, we got rumors on the way. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. We got rumors on the way? I'm sorry. All right. When we come back, we got the positive note. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time to get up out of here. We got a positive note. We do, man. First of all, I want to tell everybody uh, this week, hell of a week is back. Uh, you know, we had two weeks, uh, dark week, because we're on the same schedule as the Daily Show. So Daily Show was off for two weeks, so we had to be off for two weeks. But we're back this week uh, with a new episode, so make sure you tune in this Thursday at 11.30 p.m. on Comedy Central right after the Daily Show. And thank you to everybody that's been screaming uh, the show on Paramount Plus, man. Uh, if you if you want to catch up on the first four episodes of the second season, just go to Paramount Plus and stream uh, my late night talk show. Hell of a week, but we'll be back this week, uh, Thursday, with new episodes, all right? Now, the positive note is simply this. Matching energy is why everybody is always so miserable, man. Please remember, you don't clean dirt with dirt. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time to get up out of here. We got a positive note. We do, man. First of all, I want to tell everybody uh, this week, hell of a week is back. Uh, you know, we had two weeks, uh, dark week, because we're on the same schedule as the Daily Show. So Daily Show was off for two weeks, so we had to be off for two weeks. But we're back this week uh, with a new episode, so make sure you tune in this Thursday at 11.30 p.m. on Comedy Central right after the Daily Show. And thank you to everybody that's been streaming uh, the show on Paramount Plus, man. Uh, if you if you want to catch up on the first four episodes of the second season, just go to Paramount Plus and stream uh, my late-night talk show. Hell of a week, but we'll be back this week, uh, Thursday, with new episodes, all right? Now, the positive note is simply this. Matching energy is why everybody is always so miserable, man. Please remember, you don't clean dirt with dirt. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? Psst, there's a shortcut to platinum status at Shell. To saving 10 cents per gallon on every fill every day. Just fill up six times with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline and it's yours. Plus, you'll rejuvenate your engine. Get ready to level up performance, rewards, and savings. With continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors, Platinum status is earned with 12 Phillips over three months, 10-gallon minimum per fill-up at participating Shell locations. Terms apply. Visit fuelrewards.com status. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz, 
this time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week, I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Take The Dress. Most people remember it as an optical illusion that went viral, asking everyone on the planet, is this dress blue and black or white and gold? Turns out, that story was way bigger than just an optical illusion. It's a cautionary tale about the decline of clickbait sites, the rise of algorithms and internet polarization, and the end of fun on the internet. Seriously. And that's just one story. We're giving every character their 16th minute. So listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.